Hello and welcome to Media MD, your weekly dose of media that you have somehow missed. I'm Ruben Morehouse. And I'm Elliot Diebold. And uh, this fortnight, Elliot, we're going to be talking about a book, a book that is very near and dear to my heart. Um, it's called The Princess Bride, and you've probably heard of it, even though it came out in 1973 and it was written by William Goldman. Can you tell that I researched this episode? Because I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, I'm assuming this is the book that the movie is based on, The the Princess Bride. Movie? What movie? Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a little oh, known gem. there's a movie now. Um, yeah, so the, obviously the movie is the elephant in the room here. Um because it was pretty big, right? I mean, I, I don't think there's a single person I've ever asked the question, have you seen The Princess Bride, who has said no. Um, um, it definitely. I mean, I know people who haven't seen it, but they've heard of it. You know, like it's, yeah. it, was, it was pretty big. And, uh, and when I mention, have you read The Princess Bride? A lot of people will say, you mean seen it, right? <laughs> um, but yes. It, yeah, I'm, I didn't know there was a book. Yeah, and not many people do. Um, the book came out 14 years before the movie came out, which is a, a long time for an adaptation, I think. Um, but yeah, the, I think one of the reasons that people know the movie so much is because it is a, it's a classic, right? It's a very well-known movie, um, and it's, it's a pretty good adaptation of the book. Um, okay. And I, and I knew we would have to talk about it a bit, so I, I do want to talk about it just to kind of frame what I like about the movie and where I think the book kind of surpasses it. Okay. Yeah, so the the screenplay for the movie was also written by William Goldman, who who wrote The Princess Bride. Um, and I think that's oh, well, one that, of the reasons why That probably helped. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's a very faithful adaptation, although it is, it's telling the story as a movie instead of as a book, obviously. Um, well, actually, I was going to say, because one, one of the things in the movie is that it's the grandpa reading it to the grandson as a story, right? Yeah, and that's kind of an adaptation of something that exists within the, within the book. Okay. Um, in, in fact, because that that might be a bit too on the nose meta for a book. <laughs> like in, in the book, is it somebody watching a movie? Of, <laughs> no, of it's, the story. So the book is interesting because, and and this is one of the reasons I wanted to talk about it because the book has some of the most interesting framing devices that I've ever seen. Um, so let's. Yeah, so in, in in the movie, as you mentioned, it's a grandfather reading the story to a grandson who is sick, and the grandson kind of gets more and more engaged in the book over time, um, yeah. starting with kind of being not into it, and there's some romance, and the kid's like, oh, gross, kissing, and then it, he kind of gets engaged over the course of this adventurous story, right? Yeah. Um, and the book is similar. In the book, William Goldman tells the story of his dad reading the book the princess bride to him when he was sick um and similarly him getting really invested in it which is what that that framing device in the movie comes from although it's not the main framing device in the book um wait so so hold on mhm he did he write i'm now i'm confused so <laughs> yeah. or is that just made up explain. in the book just hold that question for just hold that question for a second because okay the book has this fictional meta layer that it's actually William Goldman adapting a, a classical uh, work and abridging it. A classical work called The Princess Bride, written by a fictional author called S. Morgan Stern. Um, I, I, I want to read the first line. What, in, in sorry, so hold on. So just to yeah. make sure I actually understood that. So yeah, one of the 
I, I mean, I feel like a bit is the best word for for this. It, it, yep. One of the bits in the book is that he's pretending to be adapting something that doesn't actually exist. Yes, that's the main theme, like the main framing device within the book, to the extent that the start of the book has a forward about him first uh, kind of telling the story of his dad reading him the book and him trying to buy the book for his own son. Um, and then throughout the book... He has editor's notes where he's commenting on what happened in the original <laughs> book and why he changed it and stuff like that. Um, yeah. This almost sounds very, like, seems like something Douglas Adams or something would do. <laughs> like, it's yeah. it's a very weird meta. I, I mean, my first instinct is that it, it's used mostly for comedy, but I, I don't know if that's true here, but that, that just seems like something that one of those wacky comedy authors like Douglas Adams would do. Yeah, it is used for comedy a lot. And and I think one of the reasons I love this book so much is it's a very funny, very, very funny book. Um, but I, the reason I find it so fascinating is is not that it's comedic, it's that it kind of lends this weird sense of realism to the book. Um, the the book, as I mentioned, starts with this forward of of William Goldman kind of telling stories, uh, the story of his relationship to this book over his life, right? Um, yeah. Starting with him being kind of a, a sporty kid in in primary school and never really getting into books, up until the point where he was sick and his dad read him this book, um, and then that kind of ignited a love of books in him. And later on, he decided to abridge it and he had to kind of sell his publisher on it and he's telling these stories about his relationship to this totally fictional book and it's so <laughs> genuine um that it sells you on the fact that this book was a a real book and it's it's great um it, the I, story... I also love i mean you got to be pretty confident as an author to do that that, you, that your story is actually going to be good because like mm. you can just imagine if if he had this whole first chapter of the book dedicated to him talking about how great his book is <laughs> and then it was crap, yeah, um, I mean, that wouldn't work. Yeah, it would be a, a terrible classic that he adapted into a mediocre <laughs> abridgment. Um, no, so the reason I want to talk about this as well is, um, so if you, if you remember in the movie, it kind of revolves around these two places, Florin and Gilda, who are on the edge of kind of going to war. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It's been years since I've seen the movie, and yeah. definitely some of the. I mean, mostly I just remember inconceivable. Yeah. Um I mean, it's a very quotable movie. <laughs> um, yeah. So it, it does have this backstory about these two kind of nations, and yeah. I, I think everyone who I've talked to who's read this book has described the experience of finishing the book and then looking up these places and being like. Oh, these aren't actually real places. <laughs> these are fictional <laughs> places. Um, just because it's so captivating. I mean, maybe they're not contemporary places, but a lot of people had the reaction of like, oh, I thought it was kind of an archaic name for some European state or, yeah, or country or, 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 or something some, like that. Some ancient kingdom within England, well, what is today England or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and sorry, I should elaborate that this doesn't just come about because they're mentioned in the story. In, in the preamble and throughout the book, William Goldman's talking about how his dad is originally Florinese and S. Morgenstern was a writer from Florin. And uh, it, <laughs> okay. it really sells this whole story of maybe not the characters being real, but the world being real. In It's very fascinating. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird book. Uh, I, I want to start out with a quote from the, the very first lines in the book, which I love. They're beautiful. Um, this is my favorite book in all the world, though I have never read it. 
Um, and so Willem Goldman kind of uses this to tell the story of how he never actually read the original book. His dad was abridging it live to him as he read it to him. Um, and when he went back to abridge the book, he found huge chapters that were just describing complex lineages of, mm-hmm. of kingdoms or a, a huge chapter describing the intricacies of, of oh, uh, whaling, so the stuff ori- like that. The original was a George, no, sorry, a J.R.R. Tolkien uh, book. <laughs> yeah, kind of similar to that, where it's like everyone can tell that there's a good story in between the, the mess, but you have to really dig through dry stuff to get to it. And, and that's kind of the story a, behind a the abridgment. Yeah. Um, it's a funny book. <laughs> it's another reason I really love it. It's it's a book that is very hilarious. Uh, yeah, I, I I think you kind of probably know the story just from the movie. And, and the story of the book is the story of the movie. That The main story is very much the same, although it kind of, in the way that books can do that movies can't, it explores the kind of characters of, you know, yeah. Fezzik and, and Inigo Montoya and all these characters a lot more um, in a way that makes them more compelling. Um, yeah, so I think, like, liking the movie means you'll probably like the book more. Okay. Because the movie is great, it's funny, it, it tells a compelling story, but you just get to explore the world a lot more in the book. And I, I think it, I think it's a really, it's a, a book that's really special to me. And so that's why I'm bringing it to you on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm keen to check it out because it sounds pretty different, um, mm. which is always... Well, I mean, I guess that's a risk, but I mean, sounds interesting in a good way. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and obviously, uh, <laughs> I think the book has as many hilarious lines as the movie does. Although maybe they're not as uh, memeable when you can't capture a gif of of the character saying, you know, oh, you know, you keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means, or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's a powerful book, and I think you'll enjoy it. Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, is that? I think that does it for us for this week on Media MD. You'll you'll kind of read it, take a look at it, and we'll come back in two weeks and and see what you thought of it. Yeah, and so just um, I mean, because we talked about this off air, but in case anybody else is planning on jumping in, because mm. it doesn't sound like the book is super well known, mm. uh, at least compared to the movie. So there's the audio book on Audible, but that's heavily abridged, and so you yeah. recommended. Uh, yeah i I took a look at it and it seemed pretty abridged and so i thought this is a (laughs) this is a book that succeeds because of the comedy of its intricacies you know and i think an abridgment that that slashes some of that out probably doesn't do it justice um maybe it cuts some of the editor's notes where william goldman is explaining the the dry elements of the story that he's just cut and and why they were so (laughs) terrible which is hilarious to read it's kind of like this um it has this vibe of a, almost like a, a, a YouTuber shitting on a bad movie, you know? <laughs> Maybe not as uh, negative as that, but it, it definitely has that kind of <laughs> that kind of vibe, which I enjoy. Um, and, of course, it tells this amazing a- epic adventure story at the same time, which is a bizarre feat to pull off. Anyway, yeah, just read it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, cool. So we'll be back in, in two weeks to, uh, to see how you – see what you thought about it. Um, and of course, if you guys want to read it along with us, you can leave your comments about it in the show notes, which I'll in, in the Reddit thread, sorry, which I'll link in the show notes below. Um, that's probably the best place to interact with the show. Although you can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook. If you want, um, 
links to do all of those things, as well as a link to leave us a review on iTunes, which would be good. You can find those links on our website or in the show notes below, um, as well as you can find links to previous discussion threads, that kind of stuff, and previous clues for the Media MD ARG. You can help us figure out just who is Dr. MD and why is his bride so well married? Elliot, why don't you tell us this week's clue? Um, box. Box. And we'll see you next week.